Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, guys. The ultimate podcast for young athletes where you will learn how to break your mental and physical limitations in sports through the Athlete Maestro method. I'm your host, Tola Ogulame, and this is episode 505. Find your one thing and do it well. Do your own thing and be ready for luck. one of the most charismatic and enigmatic athletes the NBA has ever seen. He would go down in history as the best rebounder in the game. Today on the show, Chicago Bulls legend Dennis Rodman. When you think of the great NBA players, you think of athleticism and skill. You won't readily think of aggression as part of the traits but you see uh, rodman brought more than just aggression to the table unlike his teammates in the nba rodman didn't start out with a clear path in high school he wasn't the tallest so thoughts of playing in the nba were far-fetched he was only five feet six thereabouts his sisters who also played basketball were giants and rodman was often laughed at compared to his sisters. Little did they know that the tide was going to turn. By the time Rodman would go to college, he had ballooned to about 6 feet 7 or 6 feet 8 in height. Now we were talking. Still, that wasn't enough because he simply was not interested. It wasn't until his 20s that he began to take basketball seriously. He transferred to Southeastern Oklahoma State University an NAIA school and was a three-time NAIA All-American. At the Postmonth International Tournament, a pre-draft for players who want to go to the NBA, he was MVP. Not bad for a player who just a few years prior could not make layups. At the 1986 draft, was drafted 27th overall by the Detroit Pistons. In 1989, he helped the team to the NBA championship, his first of five rings. A year later, Detroit won the championship for his second consecutive year. During his time in Detroit, he was a defensive juggernaut, one of the traits that would later endear him to the Chicago Bulls. In 1995, he joined MJ and the Bulls via the San Antonio Spurs. So the Detroit Pistons traded him to San Antonio, then of course San Antonio Uh, traded him to the Bulls. He would go on to help Chicago and MJ, of course, to three NBA championships. At a point in his career, he led the NBA in rebounds per game for seven consecutive seasons. A record. He earned NBA All-Defensive five times and was NBA Defensive Player of the Year twice. In 2011, he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of fame today he's your mentor guys and there are three lessons i want you to learn from dennis rodman now of course there's been a lot of buzz at least at the time of this recording not at the time you're hearing it you know about the last dance you know that's a documentary on michael jordan you know and the championships that he won i see one of the things that came to the fore you know during that documentary i'm sure you know as the time you're hearing this that documentary would have been done and i'm sure you might have watched it you might not have watched it 
But one of the things that came to the fore during that documentary was the career of Dennis Rodman. You know, and this is a guy I've always known because, I mean, I watch basketball, I've studied, you know, the greats of the sport. But, you know, he's not the first person that comes to mind in terms of, okay, how good he was in the NBA and the things that he did. But you see, if you don't study the guy, all that you're going to see are those outer things. You know, so the things that he was doing outside and, you know, all those things that were distracting and wasting time and, you know, dyeing his hair, going to a book signing, you know, in, in a wedding dress and a lot of those things. But you see, let's put all of those antics aside and study the athletes in the man. And of course, you see, you know, just how amazing he was at this sport. And of course, I'm going to put that, you know, for you right here. But you see, Rodman's story, guys is another perfect example of this myth on early specialization that so many people put out there and of course uh, if you guys are listening to this and you're a parent you know i have a webinar that i host every week on nurturing your child's sporting talent so if you're interested in that one you know you want to guide your child the right way head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting where of course you're going to learn how to do exactly that but you're going to see as we talk about rodman why look early specialization just doesn't necessarily cut it what you should be actually ready for is a few other things you will learn that on the webinar but for this purpose guys first lesson that i want you to learn from dennis rodman is find your one thing find your one thing this lesson more or less reminds me about the book written by gary keller you know the one thing you know so you're running a business you're doing all of these things you know focus on the one thing that you know gets you to where you want to go or gets you to the next step and all of that but you see for the purposes of sports focus on the one thing that makes you special that makes you stand out now for those that would have thought you know that rodman wasn't that special you see when an analysis of his career was done most especially as it related to rebounds you see it was found that dennis rodman was better at rebounding than michael jordan the great michael jordan was at scoring basketballs it was also found that dennis rodman was actually better at rebounding than most of the nba players were at their own special discipline so if you go to current players now the way steph curry Turns out three-pointers. Dennis Rodman was better at rebounding than Steph Curry is at shooting three points. That's just how special the guy was in rebounding. You know, there was a point, I can't remember if it was in high school, probably in college, you know, where he was rebounding about 18 point something rebounds per game. Even in the NBA, for seven consecutive seasons, rebounds per game, the guy was at the top of the list. You see, he found his one thing. Rodman was not a guy who was going to be shooting three-pointers for you. Now, he's short. He had uh, over 800 games thereabout in the NBA. He only shot about 90-something three-points. You know, he wasn't the guy who would do the free-throws for you. He wasn't the guy who was going to score points for you. I think at the point, you know, he was averaging maybe seven points or six points per game, you know, or something like that. But you see, he found his one thing. And guess what he did? He focused on that. And he became an absolute legend. Why did the Chicago Bulls want him? That was one of the reasons. Because the guy was just so good at rebounds. And then you think that, you know, 
he must have been seven feet tall he must have been a giant you know to be getting that many rebounds per game the guy was only about six foot seven six foot eight but guess what his tenacity his aggression his understanding of where the ball was going to bounce and all of that made him stand in the right place when it mattered the most the first lesson guys and probably the most important lesson that i want you to learn from dennis rodman you see find your one thing what's the one thing that you're good at what's the one thing that you're great at most especially when you play a team sport because i've always said this guys never completely abandon your weaknesses most especially where those weaknesses can be used against you so where those weaknesses can you know become an achilles heel then of course you want to ensure that you are at least trying your best to improve it but you see where you play team sport like this where your weakness is not necessarily an achilles heel so yes rodman couldn't shoot but you got you had guys like mg there you had guys like scotty Pippen there when he was in detroit you had the other guys that could shoot what he needed or what they needed him to do was hey when we miss those shots help us get the rebound when the opposing team miss their shots as well help us get the rebound and of course he focused on that and he became an absolute legend ask yourself guys what is my one thing what's the one thing that i'm really really good at remember don't abandon those weaknesses especially where they can be achilles heels but what is your one thing so rodman wasn't focused on dribbling and looking for all those fancy stuff and trying to you know cordial and the basketball no 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 problem you shoot the ball but on every position on the court i can get a rebound he found his one thing and he became a legend there was even something i was reading that they said look before you're going to find another player like rodman in the nba it's going to take about 16 million years you know when they did all this you know one in one million and all those things it would take about 16 million years for another type of dennis rodman to come around that's just how good the guy was first lesson guys find your one thing and do it well find that one thing and do it well second lesson is do your own thing so just like i mentioned you know this was a guy who would dye his hair in many different colors you know he had nose rings yeah oh absolutely crazy guy but you see it never took away from the fact that what he did on the court he did it well you know so people will try to get you to conform to setting standards to setting ways that things are done to you know setting policies that the sport has always held you know as a this type of sport you see you have to do your own thing you see when athletes try to change and conform to what other people are saying guess what happens they lose their identity because they lose their identity they're not able to express themselves playing the way that they want to play and of course we've looked at other athletes in other sports you know who who did things their own way they were their own athlete you know in formula one lewis hamilton this is a guy who has earrings he has nose rings and you know formula one is seen you know as a proud sport you know it's not uh, it's not for people who are poor so to speak it's an elite sport you know for the elite of the elites you know so when you see a guy who comes in there you know has a nose ring you know has tattoos and all of those things you know people look at you a little bit funny but guess what guy doesn't pay attention just does what he does currently six time formula one champion you go to motorbike valentino rossi you see the bikers 
had a way of doing things guess what the guy comes in there and he says look i'm gonna do things my own way i'm going to be my own athlete guess what one of the most successful motorbike riders of all time guys do your own thing was rodman criticized absolutely you know he said he was a child he was immature and all of those things but you see when he himself was interviewed about his behavior and you know why he acted in those ways he said hey look this was the only way that i knew to to accept myself so to speak you know so his inner child was coming on because of course had a troubled childhood and all of that he said look this is the way that i knew how to express myself you see as long as what you're doing as long as being yourself is not taking away from the success quote unquote that you're having in your sport then please by all means do your own thing don't try to conform don't try to change for anybody at any point in time it is just not going to work and it is going to backfire if it backfires it's going to be a massive problem for everybody that is involved second lesson guys from dennis rodman do your own thing and the final lesson guys is be ready for luck be ready for luck you would hear this so many times where people are always saying how you know luck plays a role in sports and you have to be lucky and all of that you know i don't dispute that luck plays a role in success but you see except it is a lock that is out of your control you know so getting injured in a particular way having some kind of medical defect that you just had no control over you know so heart problems you know uh, muscle atrophy problems all of those type of things absolutely no problem but you see when it comes to things that you can control then you see lock is where preparation meets hard work and i'm sure you have heard this a million times but you see Dennis Rodman's situation is actually quite unique, you know, because this was a guy who didn't take basketball seriously. In high school, he was five feet six inches tall, you know. So if you're five feet six, you're not going to the NBA anytime soon. This was a guy who couldn't make layups, you know. So literally, his sisters played basketball, you know. So he'll follow them around, they would try and play and all that. It was absolutely terrible at basketball, and there was no future. For him in that you know at the point where he actually left high school he actually got work you know doing can't remember what he was doing but he got work doing something else while of course a lot of the guys that he would meet in the nba were already playing basketball got scholarships you know to college and all of that you know at the point that rodman was going to enter college guess what had happened he had ballooned to six foot seven six foot eight inches tall now that in itself would that have been okay enough for him to get to the NBA? Maybe because, you know, a lot of people are looking for people that are tall. But maybe, maybe not. You know, because ultimately when they ask you, okay, what can you do? You have to be able to show something. It's not just the fact that you're tall and then you can't do anything. But you see, this is where it gets special. You see, Rodman made the change and he said, hey, look, I'm going to take this basketball thing extremely seriously. So now he had the physique. And the physical abilities to now do the thing and guess what he was now going to do to add to that he was going to then immerse himself in the sport that's why i said be ready for luck you see a lot of the athletes that talk about luck as the thing that is the difference as the thing 
that matters the most. <laughs> Guess what happens to them? You see, when that lock eventually comes around, they are always unprepared. So if Rodman didn't make the psychological change and say, hey, look, I'm going to take this basketball seriously now. The fact that he had ballooned in height to 6 feet 8 inches tall would have meant nothing because he still would not have been able to play the basketball. So by the time he was going to be done in college, now remember, he didn't go to an NCAA college. He went to an NAIA college, you know, so just a tier lower than the NCAA. Guess what? Even at that, he was an All-American. 1986, when they held a tournament, like pre-draft tournaments like they do in the US for people that, you know, are looking to be drafted and all of that, the guy was MVP. This was a guy who, a short time before, was absolutely not focused on basketball at all. And that is where this early specialization thing also comes into play, especially for the parents. And that's why I host this webinar for parents in terms of helping you nurture the, the talent your children have in sports so that you understand what it is that you yourself should be doing at every point in time. You see, it was not the guy who, from when he was 10, from when he was five, was playing basketball. No, he took basketball serious when he got into his 20s. But guess what? NBA legend, NBA Hall of Fame, the Pistons have retired his jersey. Not sure about the Bulls, but I know the Pistons have retired his jersey. You see, you have to be ready for luck. Does luck play a role? Okay, yes, maybe. But are you ready to take advantage of that luck? It's just like a Asafa Power, for example, like we looked at last week. You see, there were so many opportunities that Locke threw him a curveball at the major championships. But you see, because his mind was not at the point where it should have been, he absolutely missed out on every single one of those opportunities. So from 5 feet 6 inches or to ballooning to 6 feet 7, 6 foot 8, he was ready to now take advantage of his height to become one of the best rebounders the game had ever seen. Athlete Marshall, guys, episode 505, Dennis Rodman. You know, enigma of a guy. And I think there's a documentary, 30 for 30 series that ESPN does where there's actually one on him. I think you guys should watch it. It's going to be an absolute beauty. Three lessons that I want you to learn from him. Find your one thing and do it well. Do your own thing and be ready for luck. Be ready for luck. When a guy He's better at what he does than other athletes are at what they do. Then, of course, you have to sit up and you have to take notice. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, guys, head over to athletemastro.com forward slash subscribe. You're going to learn how to subscribe. You're going to learn how to leave us a rating and review. What your rating and review does is that it improves the profile of the podcast. It ensures that other athletes that are looking for solutions to the problems that they face in sports can find the podcast and there is a resource for them to start using to change their careers for good that is what your rating and review does if you don't know how to do that head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe and of course remember if you are a parent you're listening to my voice there's a webinar i'm hosting a masterclass on how to nurture your child's sporting talent. Athletemaestro.com 
forward slash sports parenting at leapmaestro.com forward slash sports parenting you learn how to nurture that talent and of course if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from dennis rodman i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day 